I want to tell you about my dream. Well, there's not that much to say, but it was so cute. I dreamt about these tiny kittens, loads of them, all different oh, nice. sizes, and they were so cute. I don't think I've ever dreamt about kittens. Well, I mean, I may have done in my lifetime, but <laughs> um, they were, yeah, I was like holding them and I was filming them as well in the dream. I was filming this whole scene because it was like um, a sort of Shakespeare company, but it wasn't. It was like my idea of a kind of heaven because it was like this sort of rambling bookshop. Right. And, it, and I was like, oh, it's so good to be back and it feels like home. And it was kind of like my grand's cottage as well. Like the doors were wooden, had latches. And to go down to the toilet was like this wooden door with a latch and you went down and it was all very sort of basic. But there were loads of people living there and they were all just like really relaxed and nice and cool. And there was this woman who was making clothes and she had like a whole rack of them and she kept holding up this amazing fabric and going, what do you think of this? And I'd be like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and there was this really gorgeous garden, which I didn't get to see and it was really sunny. Um, and I was thinking, why is everyone hanging out inside? Why are they not out? And I was like, oh, it's just because, you know, they can just go out anytime they want. They just, you know, this is just their life. Um, <laughs> and they're just all these kittens running around. And I was filming it really badly. And then in the dream, I was showing the video that I just made to my dad. But then when I showed it to him, <laughs> the video was just a, <laughs> a bag of Doritos. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't film that. That's not what... <laughs> and I was really annoyed. I was like, oh... Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. I had this strange period where I was like, kept dreaming about taking photos in my dream because I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. I'd like get my phone out and take a photo of it and then be kind of slightly annoyed and disappointed that when you wake up that it's not actually on your I've phone. I've had that. Yeah, photo mm. dreams. They feel very symbolic somehow because I suppose watch, you know, films and photos are kind of dreamlike. Yeah. Like capturing sort of images and... Um, yeah. It would be great if you could sort of capture your dreams oh, like that in some way. Yeah. If you could just get a still from it. I suppose if you're a good enough artist, you can recreate it. I just want to recreate this uh, this place. I just want to live there. <laughs> That's my afterlife. <laughs> yeah. In the program we were watching, uh, Stiesel, there's an old woman who was, and they have sort of dream sequences in it, and she it shows her, she's like in a kind of coma um, and then she was really addicted to watching TV and then in her sort of, she's in a kind of halfway life in this sort of dream and she's watching her in the bed and all her children and grandchildren sitting around her bed like on a TV and she's sitting in a kind of white room with her dead husband and he's like have you decided if you're going to go back yet and she's like oh, i don't know hmm. so maybe that's why i dreamt it strange yeah it's nice <laughs> um yeah um Do you remember i had dreams but i don't know not really no I, I, I there was some kind of anxiety where i thought i'd overslept mm. and that it was 3 p.m and it actually was only about half past eight or something i had that as well i woke up at like half seven this morning really early and i was just like oh god i didn't want to sleep really late because i just felt really groggy like you do when you've slept too long um yeah and then i slept for another hour and then i still woke up do you find you get that when you've drunk a bit you wake up really early um 
It's really annoying. I always get that. Maybe Sometimes. it's dehydration. Yeah. Yeah, certainly I should have had some water before going to bed. That would make sense. Mm. Probably should drink some more after this. I watered the plants, but not myself. Mm. I watered the plants. My plant got all droopy. I can't really show you it. But the one on the, the crazy one on the windowsill. It's never done that before, but I suppose it was quite hot yesterday. Mm. I don't know how much to water things, whether I'm overwatering or underwatering. I just um, don't like to see them really dry. It upsets me, but then sometimes you should let them. Yeah, some plants do like to dry out. Um, often quite good is to water from the bottom and then give them like five minutes and see how much they soak up. Okay. And then take it away again. Oh, yeah, but then I think, don't they want their don't they want their soil to be wet? Uh, it's often better for the roots at the bottom to get wet mm. than at the top. But very few plants like to sit in water. Yeah, because I saw but this that's gardening the thing program, to avoid. and he was like, "Well, if these plants were out, it was probably Monty Don." He was like, "They wouldn't be just sitting in a pool of water because it would all the water would dissipate into the earth." And so, hmm. I probably overwater. I think. Yeah. But I seem to be alright. <laughs> getting somewhere in this film. It's still yeah. not like in the main bit, but it's getting there. It's slightly strange, the minute by minute thing, because it does sort of. Yeah. It feels slow to watch like that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking again how I should maybe have a bit of a listen into some of the other minute by minute podcasts as to. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know how many of them do it where they. Even when they say they're just watching it for the first time minute by minute, I wonder whether they do actually have a kind of, you know, watch the whole thing beforehand. Well, generally, the minute by minute is um, for like super fans of films that people have seen lots and lots and lots of times and are obsessed with so that they can right. really look in detail. That's the point of it. But then there are other ones. Uh, I mean, that's what like Empire Records. And there's so much to say because they were just like big fans. And there's, you know, it's just a way to kind of slowly talk about what's happening in the music and things like that um but then i liked that mystic pizza one i just still loved it <laughs> they just hadn't any idea they just knew the name and they knew that famous people were in it and that just made it really fun and they just were like and they did it was this different kind of podcast as well where they're not really pandering to they never like spoke directly to anyone they literally just having a chat and they they were just like very slackery about it i quite like that that's not that's gone out of fashion a bit because i feel like mm -hmm. podcasts now are all very like slick and and also like and right on and they're like trying to make a point like if we're re-watching this thing it's to make a point about it and it's just like <laughs> there's hardly any that are just like that though where they're like yeah yeah and they just really were like trying to guess what was happening and they had no idea and they were so wrong about it and it and at the end they were like it didn't really merit like two years of our life like <laughs> It wasn't. It was all right, but it wasn't like. But I, I kind of prefer that in some ways because it can get really up your own ass if it's like, oh, we're watching this film that everyone knows about. It's like, yeah, okay, but everyone's talked about it so much. Yeah. Um, That's why I thought we should have picked one maybe that neither of us knew anything about. That would have been fun. It, it's well, kind it of weird that I know. There's probably. I reckon you've probably watched most of the good films though. You've watched a lot. Well, that's of them. the thing. You so you'd probably to pick, if you pick something you didn't know, it'd probably be crap. But then you'd be like, "Well, this is annoying." Yeah. Um, the the up the big upside is that we're still doing it thirty three episodes yeah. in. I bet I bet a lot of people who started podcasts um, oh, yeah. during sort of lockdown times. Mm -hmm. Um, 
didn't and get we're gonna finish as it man this. we're gonna do it yeah yeah <laughs> even if we're like 10 years down the line <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the next one will be your choice you can, oh, you can think one. of something okay. yeah right. this was my as long as Another. it's not something that i just really am not interested in at all um <laughs> yeah let's see games are more... podcast it's hard to think of something original oh i thought of something now i've forgotten it wasn't that amazing <laughs> <laughs> what was it oh it was kind of like our conversation we were having about clothes oh yeah um about like an item of clothing and where it's gone like i was thinking is there some kind of idea behind that is there some kind of like story we could make around clothes some kind of podcast thing and then i wondered if oh i don't know it's a very vague germ of an idea maybe i shouldn't say this on recording but like we like you could do something about different items of clothing so i was thinking of um another type of podcast that's quite fun is a sort of history type thing or you know like um stuff to blow your mind where it's just people kind of researching things and they're going oh okay well what about paper clips <laughs> things like that but you could do it with items of clothing and we could do it so that it's kind of personal this was my vague idea where it's like things items of clothing that have been kind of prominent in our lives like thinking about your shoes that you were talking about like those dms and mm -hmm. then you could do like an episode on say dr martins and then because it, it can cover so much can it because it can be personal there's personal stories and then items that you have owned but also the history of the item of clothing and the political ramifications about it and things like that could be quite cool actually because mm. then you, you could do like a it's one where you could do a bit of research wouldn't be too hard to like research online like the history of this thing like jeans or like <laughs> i don't know yeah i know a little about the history of jeans it's interesting oh yeah i think that we could be quite good actually because we could pick um then each time um the we could take it in turns like i could choose something then you could choose something because mm -hmm. we're both kind of interested in clothes and things dressing up and we could start a project where like you're saying maybe we could send an item of clothing out into the world and we could track it ah it yeah it's too long though because people um did i tell you about this this guy i know who was doing this thing so some clothes shops you know the way you get sort of obviously have labels on things and then they sort of put barcodes on it um and now some places are selling clothes that have these smart tags in them um so I think MS is doing it and Uniqlo are. So Uniqlo are the one that I've the only one that I've experienced where they kind of using it to its full potential. And so the weird thing you do is you go around the shop, put your clothes into a basket, and then you just put the whole basket by the till mm. and it just knows everything that's in the basket immediately without you having to scan it because okay. it's just got the things in there. Now at the moment the tags are just on I think they're in the label. So when you cut the label off, the tag is no longer there. But some places, um, which I believe Decathlon does for tents, the, the tag is sort of sewn into the tent. So you and know. so, well, he was then at this um, like nerd festival and had the equipment so you could sort of scan the, the tags. And so you could sort of see all these sort of Decathlon Where people had gone. tents. 
Yeah, huh? and it's kind of weird, you know, in terms of like tracking and things like that. That your I clothes like that. might be giving you away and stuff like that. You like it while being tracked, though. That's cool. That's cool seeing where like people have gone in their tent and things and all that. It's like those kind of when people take a little object or something with them traveling and they take photos of it in different places. I like things like that. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think it could be creepy with if shops are kind of able to track, you know, how many times you walk past a shop or when you're going in oh, yeah. just because you're wearing. But they're only clothes. doing it to sell more things. Like you can just not do it. Like at the moment, it's yeah. only creepy if. I mean, well, if it's, those if it's kind so... of things are useful or creepy, depending on how you see them. Like, they're useful because you don't have to... Like, I like being advertised, like, having my adverts filtered to me because I see oh. things that I want to see and that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And, like, you see such particular things now that I definitely wouldn't have, like, indie shops that come up that would never, I would never have come across that are just, like, really small and maybe they're in America or something and you wouldn't have walked past them. Um, I mostly attempt to uh, block cookies and adverts. Oh, I prefer it because otherwise you just get generic things that you don't want to see. So it's better if you're actually like interested in them. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I tend to just try and block adverts altogether. To be honest. <laughs> oh, I quite like. I... I've bought lots of good things from Instagram adverts. Oh, oh I don't get Instagram adverts at all. Yeah, we said this before. Yeah. I found as well, I thought you'd be interested. Well, no, it w I don't think it would be stuff that you'd be interested in, but it was kind of the, the sort of thing that you and me like. Um, my friend wears, she wears very like colorful clothes, that a bit bit more extreme than I would wear, but she always looks good in them, like sort of boiler suits that are kind of like crazy colors and things. Anyway, she put up this thing, photo of herself, and she's like, oh, and she tagged the the company that make it. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm actually going to look at it. And I checked it out and they make um, like jeans and tops, mainly like trousers, really. But they're kind of retro as in, you know, how is this the thing? Like, even though jeans are always available, mm -hmm. they always kind of go in whatever the fashion is. You can't really find anything that's not in the style mm. anymore. Like, so if you want that, like we were talking about those amazing sailor flared mm -hmm. jeans. I mean, they have they have those. They have that kind of thing on this site. And I was just like, oh, this is really good to find. Because, like, you can't, like, bigger shops are not going to, they're only going to do the ones that are kind of in fashion. Yeah. But if you've always liked wearing, like, cord bell-bottom flares, then that's the kind of place you can get it from. Yeah. It was very, like, the kind of thing we used to wear. They weren't that expensive either. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easier as well to get really more specialised stuff now. Yeah. Because it was that sort of thing where, I mean, you know, that's probably why Camden Market was so popular because it was yeah. somewhere you could go to get those kinds of Yeah, things, exactly. Clothes. That's what's fun about charity shopping because otherwise you're just limited to what people want you to be buying now and what's in mm. fashion. And it's sometimes frustrating. So it's like, well, if like the fashion, for example, is like high waisted skinny jeans and just like they just don't fit me. You just can't find it's really hard to find anything else. So you have to look second hand. I also found this other thing, it was so niche and it was so expensive, but it was like bespoke clothing. And they make like jackets and waistcoats and things and really nice, but they're like three hundred, four hundred pounds, but pretty cool. Like if I had lots of money, I probably would do something like that. It'd be lovely to have a, like a bespoke jacket because that kind of thing would last as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, jackets last. Wash two. Not always. Did I say I'm starting to make a shirt, maybe I said. I think it is. Oh, you did that before ages ago. Hmm. Having another go. There's this website oh. where you can put in your measurements. Yeah. And then it has patterns that are then adjusted to sort of fit your measurements. Oh. And they send you the You just download stuff. it. You just yeah. But um, where do you get the material? Or you buy your own material? Yeah. Where did you and get it? From? Yourself. The material? Yeah. Um, just near Petticoat Lane. Okay. Bunch of what fabric kind shops. Is it? It's actually it's well, it's actually fabric I bought for my degree show to just cover a table. But it's <laughs> this kind of quite um loud kind of West African print. Oh. Um, and uh, I was saying I don't know, it said some people actually make it into a shirt and so now I've started on that. I don't think I'd have the patience for that. Um, I admire yeah. it. So they're just uh, getting into their creative things together, Stefan and Stephanie. I don't yeah. really like that they're called Stefan and Stephanie. That kind of annoys me. <laughs> it makes it too. You don't know who you're talking about until you get yeah, to the end. Yeah, it's too cutesy and like. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. And also, like, do you not find it off-putting? Like, if someone's name was, I suppose, I was going to say there's no female names close to your name, but there is. Like, if you're, if someone has the same name as you or his name is too close to yours, isn't it off-putting dating them? Like, literally, it to me, it'd just be like, nope. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, I do know, like, there's a... Like, like Julienne. Paula. Would you go out with a Julienne? Or Julie. Or Julie. Um, Maybe, might be fun. Really? Yeah. I would hate it. It makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> or even a name that rhymes. Lucinda's got a um, colleague, and she's called Carly, and her boyfriend's called Harley. Carly and Harley. It's so stupid. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yes, yeah, so I said, and you're Paul and Paula. I know Paul and Paula. Um. Fleabag there's you didn't watch Fleabag did you but um, her sister's called Claire and in the end she meets she meets someone called Claire who's Scandinavian or something the Claire and Claire <laughs> but he's nice uh, there isn't really a male equivalent to Gemma is there no I suppose not no or Emma it's interesting there's to some oh but it's pace. weird how it's a female name because there's a Saint Gemma, Gemma, who was uh, Italian, I think. Spelt the same as mine, and he was a man. There was, I think, the New York Times ages ago did a article about names of switch genders. All right. And it's surprising a lot how. Um, Kim, my brother's called Kim. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is still relatively mixed gender. It's is like it? okay. not. I mean, this was kind of like Kerry. It's sort of like some because it feels like almost all names. There's a lot of names that are sort of like ninety-five percent one or the other. Yeah, and there's a few. But and there's some which are sort of more like sort of thirty, seventy. But there's quite a few as well which are ninety-five percent, but they've, they've flipped over, so it's gone from like five percent mm. women to ninety-five percent. And then there's a lot of religious names or biblical names where you just make it. Because there's very few names, and so they just make them feminine or, yeah, or or masculine. In Catholic countries, particularly, they have that. Yeah, I guess also yeah, some countries where you just kind of 
change the the sort of sound at the end yeah. um, of any word to sort of change the gender but they have gendered nouns mm. um so 32 then <laughs> 32 that's no what, I've, that's what I've got it written down yeah my, you were right thing. you were right you were right so yes this is where because she's, yeah she's just chucked the clouds up in the air and we don't really know what's happening he's whacking away like tapping away on the piano yeah and then he sort of says oh yes it's like a resonant frequency well she she's throwing up the the cotton more clouds and he's playing a chord hmm. and it keeps falling down and he's like oh no try it again and then he plays it and it's sort of like a weird chord and he's like it's the wrong chord and then she and then he tries another um and it stays at the clap she throws it up and it stays in the air yeah yeah i remember as a kid that i used to confuse um vacuums with gravity i kind of thought that if you had something inside of a jar and you sucked all the air out of it it would float inside the jar which makes okay. no sense. No, <laughs> you thought that, or you read it. I thought that. I, I it was like something I remember trying experimentally. Um, yeah, cool. that somehow, somehow it was like air pushing things down rather yeah, than. Yeah, that's a very Gondry, Gondry way of mm. thinking. Mm. Did you see his? I saw that you had because you liked it. His little haircut oh, yeah. animation. <laughs> it was really cute. So what he had his haircut, and then he stuck the cut hair back on his head in order to animate it being blown off because that's what it yes. said it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <What a> loony. <laughs> and then he did an animation a much longer animation showing how he made that animation which was <laughs> so funny like pictures of people little... and him going to the hairdresser having his hair cut <laughs> collecting the pieces of it and then going home and making the animation of his hair being blown off <laughs> like, uh, one of those wind one of those leaf blowers was it yeah. So I've just written down. Um, she tries to kiss him on the lips. Uh, where's that come from? Does she? Yeah. Wait. Oh. You've, you've skipped forward too much. Oh, that's so, where I wrote it. In fact, you've skipped forward a whole minute there. We're talking about thirty-two. That's what I've got written on thirty-two. You've you've got your minutes confused. Um... No, it, it's alongside this. He plays the wrong chord. Um, wrong chord. Try it again. It stays in the air. And then I've written that. I can't well, really remember. I don't see that bit. I think that was later. Because he's like, I'll go and get the camera, you do the forest. After they've hit these, like, it's weird. That none, none, you know, they don't acknowledge that these clouds floating in the air is weird. Um, and, uh, and then she says, but by the time you get back, I'll be sleeping. Because he hasn't said that he lives next door. Yeah. And she says, and I need to finish the forest anyway. Uh, kind of like, I was also wondering what time does she normally go to bed? Because it, it can't be that late. It's hard to know, I suppose. It I know, might be I was thinking that. Uh, I also wondered what happened Wait, to I'm her. Wait, I'm sure. Hang on. I want to see laundry. if she kisses him. Yeah. She just she kisses him yeah. goodbye. Yeah, oh, right. Kisses him goodbye, yeah. At the, in the yeah. middle. Yeah. It is in this but minute. It is, it is a proper kind of actual kiss on the yeah, cheek. It's... it's less like Lebees. I don't know if there's a different... You, you probably know more about this. Just to like, you know, because Lebees can be just like touching Cheeks. and making the sound. Yeah. And, and then it's actually kissing it on the cheek, yeah. And she actually is giving him a proper little smooch. But you've jumped cheek. through a lot here very quickly. I have, sorry. Well, it's because you confused <laughs> me by talking about the minute afterwards, I thought. But no, I don't it's know. in this minute. But if you said the lips. I'm literally looking at it. <laughs> but he doesn't kiss her on the She doesn't kiss him no, on the lips. No, she tries to. Does and she? And he backs away, yeah. 
yeah i think maybe as well in the commentary they probably said about it. that's why i did it on afterwards because i like listened to the commentary um they sort of talked about it that she she doesn't eat an awkward goodbye where she's she's not, it's not exactly that she's going for a full-on kiss in the lips but it's like a bit awkward he's like <laughs> he sort of shrinks away a bit or he's taken aback yeah Oh, so okay, yeah. well, that is all. There sounds, is. Yeah, I don't know. I think she goes for the, the cheek because she sort of no, does the she's, of, she sort of gestures to the cheek just before. Yeah, yeah but he there's like a he sort of not winces, but he kind of like moves away. There's a slight yeah. awkward. Yeah, because she fancies him, right? Yeah, um, something I meant to say about this minute because I got everyone's got we've got so confused about about everything, but it's that there's a sort of weird face or sort of death mask on the wall as well. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, is that Tanji? Yeah. What's wrong with her? Is she dreaming? Nothing. She's just, no, she's just decided to... Just talking. Yeah, she hasn't had enough lap time because I was away yesterday. <laughs> she's probably going to jump up and start purring. Right. Yeah. So, so he's going do? out to get his camera, and he's 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 pretending that he <laughs> lives, that he doesn't live there, next door. Yeah. Um, it's so frustrating that he doesn't just say, "I live next door." Yeah. Well, they have a little exchange when at the doorway, and she said, "Okay, goodbye," and he's sort of lingering outside his door, and then he has to literally walk down the yeah. stairs, and that's the end of this minute. <laughs> and then you, well, the end of this minute is him coming, starting to come back up. Yeah. Oh, and he's wearing his hat. Angie. Yeah, and he's wearing his hat. Was he? Not, oh yeah, did he put it on as he went? No, yeah. If you look when he goes down the stairs, not wearing it, comes back up wearing it, which seems a bit silly because if he's he knows he's like. <laughs> well, didn't he put it on? A second away from his door, but I imagine it's probably. Show her that he was leaving. Yeah, but there's so a good she's chance. She's watching was... him. She stands there at the door. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. But I guess there's a good chance that was a continuity error. Uh, yeah, it could be because his hat seems to kind of come and go, doesn't it? Yeah. But he, yeah, he doesn't have it in his hand. He's got it in his Can you hear satchel, the cat though. Don't need to get rid of that. Oh, yeah. She's dribbling as well. Over there. Um, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, it's just, it has it on. It's a bit of a continuity thing, I think. Unless he had it in his satchel, but it seems unlikely, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do we think she's just been there for one day at this point? She can't have been. I mean, she's, she's like set so loads stuff. of things up and like Yeah. And he's had time to like talk to Thingy about Zoe and it must be like a week or something, I think. How have they not come across each other in the corridor but I mean it's just gonna be so awkward yeah. you know, to tell her. Yeah. Because it was like that was the the best opportunity and he yeah fucked it up yeah although maybe he thinks now it would be even more awkward because they're just bonding and it'd be like uh i actually have been living next door to you this whole time i've been lying yeah. to you and then it might mess things up yeah it's gonna be so it's gonna be so it would when real life this would be very awkward because yeah. you would then be like, I have a total weirdo for my neighbour who yeah. 
like was hitting on my friend and then came around my apartment and just like we had all this hanging yeah. out and just didn't even mention that he lives next door have you ever lied yeah. about where you lived um <laughs> not that i remember well i, I suppose i sometimes okay. kind of am vague about it yeah um just Don't want someone to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> just sort of say oh kind of yeah, east London. Have, yeah i've done that you know that yeah yeah um or like walking home, you're like, yeah, so I'm going now. And she's like, don't really want to say. Right. That's the end of that minute. I'm going to cut it off like a harsh. Mm. Chuck. Sorry yeah. for the confusion. Yeah, I'm very confused. And there's some chunk in the middle where you're going to have to chop that out to yeah. reduce the confusion to everyone. <laughs> Um, uh, or we could I just, just leave it. Stuck. We could get leave stuck it. and just keep doing the same minute over and over again. <laughs> Groundhog minute. Oh, yeah. Palm Springs. Have you seen? It? You won't have done because you don't watch films, but it's so I'm good. Really like it's a time loop thing. How can you not even? Can you just get a bit more in the loop about films and things? <laughs> <laughs> no, I already am. Uh, you're not, because it's what everyone's Palm talking Springs. about. Yeah. Um, no one's talking Andy about Andy Samberg, it. and it's a time loop like Groundhog Day but it's kind of like an updated Groundhog Day and it's really good it's really good if you like yeah. time loop things okay I do quite like time loop yeah things. I do uh, I you know and I wasn't expecting a huge amount like I just thought oh it's probably going to be like silly it's like a sort of rom-com but I think it was cleverer than than right, I, added I gave it, it to my for. watch list I see what you I've got thinking. quite a lot of things on my watch list actually yeah um it's an easy watch but it's also you know like old time travel things well they always make me freak me out a bit in a weird way like i can't stop thinking about them and then when i start thinking about the time paradoxes i get really freaked out mm -hmm. about kind of time and life and i don't know i find them endlessly fascinating and especially when there's like you know, because I suppose because it is a paradox, like you can't ever fully work it out. Um, but it feels like you can. And it brings up this sort of idea of like what, what we're doing, like what the purpose of editing is kind of thing. Yeah, it was really nicely done. It kind of um, subverted a lot of cliches. You sort of think it's just going to go down this cliche route and it doesn't. There's a different cliche. <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't do one no no I, I didn't find it because you can't avoid in time loop things because there's so many in a way there's some things you can't avoid like they just you you have to kind of follow in the footsteps of other films before it but this kind of does it better and it acknowledges those things it nods towards those things without just going over them again if that makes sense so there's more than one person in the loop that's what makes it a bit different. So unlike Groundhog Day where it's just him waking up every day. Someone else gets stuck in there with him. Which is a really freaky idea. I'll try and watch it sometime. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> over and out for minute 32.